0: This episode of The Swell Pod is brought to you in partnership with Kiln. Kiln provides flex office space for teams and individuals. Their all-inclusive set of amenities helps startups, creatives, and entrepreneurs alike get work done. Learn more about Kiln at kiln.co. All right, and in today's episode, we chat with Ashley Sumner, the CEO and founder of Quilt. Quilt is the supportive audio social app for real-time conversations built to Rehumanize social media with the goal of helping people feel better on a daily basis. Ashley's startup career started 12 years ago in New York City at a matchmaking company. With an intuitive ability to bring people together, she turned her passion into a career as a community developer for brands such as Newhouse, Wanderlust, and Breakout, ultimately leading to the creation of Quilt which started as a platform inspiring people to open their homes for intimate conversations and shared experiences and has eventually evolved into this new type of social network in response to 2020 and the pandemic. She now lives in Los Angeles like every other New Yorker. In today's session, we make a confession, right? Uh, Oh boy. (laughs) Our first interview with Ashley actually failed uh we had done the whole the whole the whole the whole the whole rigmarole right and then it just uh (laughs) didn't work out we were trying a new platform and it just it failed and you know she was kind enough to start you know start again with us this year and we had a great conversation again um you know thoughts about what the key key moments through her life were that led to you know discovering her passion and vision for community and the quilt platform she's building uh, in addition to that, yeah, we talk about what it means to be a creator, how they're building values and safely into their platform and why it's cool to cry. Yeah, Anything yeah. Else, well,
1: Spencer? no, I, I, it, it was a great conversation. I like Ashley, how she thinks, how she seems to have always thought through her life. Very, very, care, very, very sensitive, very careful about what she you know, other people are feeling and um, adapting to that and building something in this case to to actually meet her strengths and her passion. Uh, And the crying bit is kind of a cool bit. Uh, It only comes in at the end, but uh, I can tell you when when we did not record that session, (laughs) it took me, I didn't cry, but a couple of hours, it took me to just figure out like, how are we gonna ask Ashley to do this all over again? Um, but uh, she was very kind and, and actually that first conversation was just a good conversation that prepared us for an even better one the
0: second time around. So yeah. I hope you, we hope you enjoy it today. You know, it was actually cool. Just a little teaser for the yeah. beginning of this episode. We actually talk about it in the beginning. So, you know, jump into this part, but um, it was my first time right before this interview with her on Quilt. You know, I jumped in and I was on there for about 30 minutes listening to a conversation. And then she jumped into the same room that I was in,
2: and it was mm-hmm. crazy
0: because you could hear um, when the people realized who was in the room with her, with them, that the that the CEO and founder of Quilt was in the room while they were asking some like technical questions, and it, you know it was just they were just kind of glowing. They were super appreciative for you know of Ashley to create a space that. That fostered those kinds of conversations that they were having so it it was really Mm -hmm. cool to hear that um and then you know her not knowing that i was in the room with her and that we were going to talk about it on the podcast was kind of kind of crazy but it was it was it was pretty cool
1: yeah well enjoy everyone
0: yes yeah no there won't be any issues this time we're pretty confident you know, we were trying a different platform last time, big mistake. So, but yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We, we, should pro- we should probably share, share that at some point, uh, maybe in our, uh, another, another podcast between you and me, Josh, uh, our vulnerabilities, mm. our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but welcome to the, to the world podcast. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, you, you just mentioned to us, uh, things have been taking off this week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, uh, yeah, I mean I was the reason I'm late is because I was in a quilt and I was trying to stay incognito and it's really hard as a founder to stay incognito on your like live social app. <laughs> uh, and I got spotted and then this is a humbling experience but got called up so people could tell me that their lives have been, you know, how impacted their lives have been because of the experience on quilt. So it has it's been growing. It's been growing a lot we've we've reached something like seven million minutes spent quilting together um so wow we're excited
0: what's uh it's crazy I was actually in that room I don't know if you know that but I was in that room just barely uh and I I heard
2: Josh I saw you I was like that's a new person
0: (laughs) yeah no but it was cool because like when they were asking some questions about the room you know somebody called out hey you know the the ceo of quilt is in here ashley and and the they just kind of went off they were like well thank you you know like thank you so much for for building this this space for us to have these kinds of conversations it was really cool to see and i don't know it's got to feel pretty amazing you know as with you and the team having created this space for all of these you know these these conversations to happen i don't know it's got to be crazy though
2: yeah, I was trying to stay like someone on my team, Asha, went up, and I was trying to stay chill. And and then one person was like, "I mean, whoever the selfless person is who created this thing, who didn't ask <laughs> yeah. for 4.99 from me just to have a conversation, like, thank you." And I was like, "Okay, I'll come up." <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's great. Yeah. So w- with that with that several million million minutes, uh, Josh, you also mentioned that you just had a got to like over a thousand Apple reviews, which which is pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, five stars, uh, over a thousand reviews, five stars. We're now ranking in, there's, I mean, there are thousands, if not tens of thousands of social networks on the app store. We're in the top hundred. Um, So persistence is, patience and persistence is definitely paying off here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're you're telling me that the stars, the number of stars matter? (laughs) 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 Josh, we need to look at our podcast stars. I just thought, uh, but, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, do we kick it off, Josh? I, we would love, like, for our listeners who didn't hear it last time and certainly might not be aware, certainly around the world, outside the US, maybe, um, what is Quilt? Tell us what it is in a couple of minutes and what its vision is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had a vision for people to be in community always. Um, And by that, I meant just like in any moment you wanted to be in like a fun, a thoughtful, a playful, like uh, inspiring, a perspective shifting conversation that you could uh, in any moment. So launching a live audio platform where people genuinely come together to lift each other up, to find friends, you know, that they never would have otherwise like found and uh, to just grow together. I think we're all like, we're all here on a journey. We're all growing. Um, why not Why not do it together and why not have fun doing it? And that's really the point of Quilt.
1: Yeah. And what can you tell us just, so they haven't, what does it look like? How does it feel? What? How does it work?
2: Yeah. So. Uh, Quilt is a it's a social platform you, you, we use live audio as one of the primary ways to connect with people so people will open up what we call quilts uh, which is a live conversation and it can be a topic it can be a category it can just be about coming and hanging out it can be in the morning for accountability in the evening because you can't sleep like on your you know lunch break because you just want to like lighten your day up from the stress that you're having um, and you can jump in. You can end up meeting four people, 20 people, listening, speaking. So it's like being on a call with each other. Um, and something we've also recently launched, just because we know you know, you can't always be in the live conversation, and the live conversation goes away when it finishes. People are capturing aha moments now, um, like gems, overheards, aha moments, and you can go see those on our feed, so that if you did miss all of the like the fun moments of the day, you can go check those out um, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, that's that awesome. Great. This is great. What, uh, what are some of the, uh, I actually just saw the gems feature, but what are some of the more popular, let's say topics? The ones that you see the most people kind of joining on a regular basis. And I saw circles as well, which is yeah. kind of cool. So maybe you can touch on that. Um, but yeah, what are some of the more popular topics and themes?
2: Yeah. In March, half of our quilts were tagged with just for fun.
0: Okay. Nice.
2: And I think that I think that's a that's I had a kind of I had a thesis going into creating quilts that we we need consistent spaces we go to to feel good. Mm. And, you know, the, the third spaces, the social spaces that kind of got wiped out in COVID and I think people's discomfort and just. Like the anxiety of human interaction exists well beyond covid you know this is this is part of the crisis that we're going to continue to be in um and people want to have fun together you know people have been like hacking quote unquote hacking um our platform and playing games and uploading their pictures and like finding different ways to interact mm. um so fun like collaborative like collaborative fun kind of things to do Um, And just general come hang spaces. And then we've had spaces for like, people who are going through change. So it could be heartbreak, it could be job changing, it could be moving, it could be like, just your life is changing. What do you do? Where do you go? Who do you know in the change? Um, And a lot of people will come and quilt on that and get advice or just meet friends that are going through the same thing and a lot of the circles are pretty are these you know specific groups um, around love and intimacy and career and we even have like tarot cards and like spiritual stuff because you're just you're kind of curious uh looking um open open to what could shift for you depending on what happens in that room so those are kind of the primary areas we've seen
0: yeah that's awesome and I'm interested in this question and and I know we're kind of going to kind of want to go back to the origins of Quilt and how it got started but I do want to know. So would you, I I think I've seen online that you kind of would classify yourself as as an introvert. Would you say that's true. Yeah. Um, So what's that like then, you know, like when you jump into these calls, you know, and I'm assuming people want you to come up and speak and talk and, you know, and and you're probably talking all the time. I'm wondering, like, do you get exhausted by that? And, and, and how do you deal with that? I guess, because you got to be on this stage almost all the time when you're interacting with, with your community, with the app. And I'm just wondering, yeah, how do you look at that? And how do you, how do you kind of handle that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's super fair. I think, I think creating quilt was kind of my personal solution to all the community building I was doing offline and actually how tired I I did get and I felt tormented genuinely because I loved helping people be in connection with one another but I felt really tired Um, and we all have a spectrum of of interaction that we need Um, and quilt because I get to like be in my pajamas, be at home, be in the bath, be on a hike. be a, I've been in an airplane and I'm like quilting from anywhere because there's no video. I don't have to get ready. Like I can be in listening if I want to and send a heart. Mm. So I felt like I have more boundaries to energy preservation on quilt. Um, and because of that, I've actually found that I have a much greater capacity to interact and, and talk with people and, um, so it feels it, it genuinely feels pretty good. Um, I am an introvert. I'm kind of a learned extrovert, so I can like flex extroversion if I need to, um, but I only use it like a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I would I'd be interested in you know how. Uh, consistent that experience is with other people that use quilt you know because from what I've experienced you know like I I love the just simply audio we even had a conversation about maybe we just do audio for this like just to lean into that a little bit more you know and uh, but we didn't but yeah (laughs) I I don't know I I
1: said I I said it's too late Ashley's probably already (laughs) kind of just got her mind ready. I
2: showered for, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I still have my so. sweatpants on
2: just so everybody <laughs> here, let's just get that super clear. So like, record right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: no, that's cool. But, um, so I think what we, what would be fun is, cause I do know, um, you have a history of creating community, you know, that seems to be pretty consistent for you. And I would love to just kind of go back um you know whether that's to when you were a kid or even even beyond to what what sparked that love of community and building community all all the way up until what eventually became creating creating quilts um I guess around the time of the pandemic starting if that's right but yeah maybe kind of take us up through that that line through building community
2: yeah I mean as a child I as a kid I went through a lot alone Mm. um I, I built such a strong relationship with myself. Um, and in most given moments, I was my best friend. Um, and it wasn't for I had friends and I have a family and I just had this experience of not feeling that I fit in anywhere. I was like a part of me was expressed here and other part of me was expressed there. You know, I grew up in a small town in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And I don't know, I just felt like odd. Um, And I think that experience really shaped this quest to find where I don't feel that way. Mm. And some of that's my internal experience, but also some of that has really been because I wanted to connect with different cultures and people with different backgrounds and, you know, learn, learn about that, learn languages, travel. I just am insatiably curious about the things that I don't know. Um, so I, I ended up moving to New York city for school, for college. Uh, that was my first like apparatus exposure, (laughs) uh, to, to to unique communities and different kind of corners of, of the city. And I don't know, I, I, this is where I, I feel like I've just, when the universe, whatever you want to call it, put an opportunity in front of me, I kind of leaned into it. And then that kept happening. Um, I had a, a random offer to work at a, a matchmaking startup um, when I was 21 years old and like learn that I'm good at connecting people romantically. You know, just I had a knack for this thing and um, I had a knack for finding people and talking to them and getting them to be inspired and open to that. I mean, this was like, this is this is pre, you know, dating app days. So people were like, that's weird. I was like, <laughs> weird (laughs) is i'm here and it's not going to be weird you know um so i just you know it kept kind of evolving and you know in the matchmaking space i had a lot of success you know i i ended up launching my own matchmaking experience i wanted to create dining experiences so i expanded to small groups and i just kind of kept feeling like i wasn't having a big enough impact Mm. And I feel like that's the most founder thing I'll ever like I ever say. It's like not enough like my, my purpose and not enough impact. But it was this burning kind of sensation of like I've helped thousands of people. I'm 23 years old. How do I help tens of thousands of people? And so I became a community builder. I worked at you know social clubs and co working spaces and yoga music festivals and social impact conferences. And okay, okay. By the time I was in my late 20s, I'd help tens of thousands of people in community. And then that wasn't enough. Uh, I wanted to help more people. Um, and eventually I got to this place where I realized the answer is technology because I'm one person and I got really burnt out and I had a lot of shame that I kind of went into hiding, not wanting to answer anybody's, you know, text messages or emails anymore. I was just like, I had never taken a moment for myself. I need to figure out like how can I help people do this together? Like, it can't be just, you know, me and this community builder and that community builder. What do we do? And long, long answer short, um, I looked to social media as, you know, the technology that's maybe trying to solve this the most and realized, you know, at scale, it doesn't seem like people are leaving feeling better than when they came on. Um, you know, the, the, gosh, I miss the MySpace days, but you know, the just digital bedroom, the hangout, the place to vibe and chill. It's not about status. It's, you know, just just the the personality of digital spaces. Like, where are they? Why does it have to be because you game? You're a gamer and you you can do this or because you're a founder, this one's for you. Like, why? Why are they so identity-based? My identity is evolving every day. So Quilt was really birthed out of the space to say, I'm I'm more than just my identity. I'm constantly evolving. I'm updating my operating system on a daily basis. I wanna know who else is doing that. I wanna talk to them about things and I want digital social spaces to be part of what makes me feel better, not worse. Um, And so Quilts was very much born out of that long journey from childhood and wanting to find those spaces to where we are today.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, especially when you think about. I mean, it's an it's an incredible story, and and I just from a social media perspective, like you know, it's probably even it's so relevant now. Thinking about um, you know the documentaries that have come out, everything that we're learning about, you know, just the various different social media platforms, and that genuinely most people are leaving those platforms feeling like they're just getting sucked into it, and and they're you know not just wasting time, but they leave feeling so much worse by the time that they're by the time that they leave, and. It's very interesting because, you know, your app is focused on like, this. Like I can just, just sit there and listen to a conversation for a long time. I'm not like flipping between conversations genuinely, at least when I'm in there. And, and it feels like I'm really interested in the depth of something. I'm really curious about something. And and I think that curiosity is a really interesting thing, you know, based off of your journey. And, and I assume that there are probably a lot of curious people that are using Quilt as well, that are just open to different topics, open to different conversations and different uh, things i don't really have a question in relationship to this but it's no. it's it's pretty cool um spencer do you have a question
1: um i don't know yeah I, I mean obviously we just love the story and how obviously this took a while right what didn't happen in a few weeks but connected dots all the way through listening yeah. to you listening and watching and observing you know yeah. you, i think there's a lot of encouragement there for for all of us uh, to to kind of follow that and connect the dots. And when you look back, you can see it really clearly, but it sounds like you've got a strong, strong kind of, um, I don't know, sense and feeling of, of actually looking forward. You could see the things that you were good at, the things that were making sense and you, you lent into them. So it's amazing. Um, I think in relationship to, um, let me just think here, um, the question it's would, pro- yeah, go on.
2: It's interesting, I mean, you know, I I think like having a vision is so different for everyone. Like how it manifests for someone, it's different. Mm. You know, and mm. I've always had a hard time. You know, people are like you're a visionary. I'm like, mm. huh? Is that true? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. And I've had to. I've had. I've had coaching on this. I've had there. I brought this into my therapy. I'm like, am I a visionary? You know, like, can I impact this? Is this true? Does this feel true for me? And Um, what does feel true for me is that I like, I know how I want to feel Mm. and I search for and seek and try to initiate creating the environments that allow me to feel away somewhere. Like I'm very Mm. motivated by just feelings, um, Mm. and, you know, and a desire for, um, like all people to believe that they get to and deserve to feel good. Um, and, you know, I invite a lot of people in on the journey of creating the vision. You know, I have a, I have a team of 12 now, and we are, we are creating, like every idea that's being kind of birthed that quilt is because of these intense group conversations. Like I have an idea where I want the product to go. To go. Um, But it it actually is the outcome of collaboration. And I've realized the theme on Quilt is that everything is collaborative. Like it's community generated. A conversation doesn't exist unless multiple people people are inside of it. You can't post a gem unless, you know, at least 20% of the room gem it, you know. And so Mm -hmm. people are like, people are community generating content, not solo generating content. It's not about this like individual Um, And so I, there's such a theme, I think of, you know, the ego can say visionary and like what that actually means. Like I'm maybe, but I'm also just an initiator. Like Mm -hmm. I like to initiate and then I need to surround myself with people who like to do all the other parts of something that create an outcome, like a community. And you know, what I've heard from both of you is that you pick up our values. Uh, really easily, which I think you're not, you're not a community unless it's very clear what your values are. Um, You can be a platform, you can be a network, you can be a lot of different things, but values are the thing I think are like humanity is calling attention to right now.
0: Um,
2: And I'm very proud of our values and the fact that everyone in the app knows them, sees them, advocates for them, you know, dot, dot, dot. So anyways, yeah. that it's, came
0: up for me. it's pretty interesting because even, you know, it's almost like on every screen on the app, I can click somewhere and I can, I can see those, uh, those, those four values, right? Like I can see them pretty much on any screen. And I wonder if you can just talk to why that is the way that it is. yeah,
2: And, and how
1: it came about.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, It's probably not surprising. I love language because I, I own an audio app, Um, but language to me matters. You know, like I, I look up the etymology of words all the time. Okay. Um, I really love language Um, and conversation. Um, And, you know, I kept, I mean, candidly, when we first launched quilt, it was in test flight. And I just was like, I want it. I want it to be all the values I want I want everyone, to, you know, it' was like this one, this one and this one and this one and this one and this one, and then you know hundreds of people were on the platform and I was just really listening to them, you know, like putting away my own kind of perspective and meeting them and conversing with them and asking them questions and I don't know, so so cliche that I was like meditating one morning. <laughs> Like alone in the pandemic, you know, living alone, hadn't seen people was like, what is going on? And I had kind of a download of our four, um, our four values, which happened to all start with C, which C is my favorite letter to start words. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you think about it, there are great C words out there, um, care being caring and what care means was the biggest one. Like our guides on the platform sometimes call themselves care bears. There's just like being caring, you know, for yourself and for others, being curious. you called that one to attention. Um, I have heard and will repeat curiosity is like the emergency break of judgment,
1: Mm.
2: right? Assumption, judgment, blame, black and white. None of that's real. And if I can remain curious, if I can ask questions, if I can say, tell me more about that, like I can seek to understand someone And instead of being reactive to them, maybe I can respond to them because I'm curious. Um, And if I remember to be compassionate, you know, the third one, like we immediately don't trust each other sometimes. And compassion for me is really like trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes and realize that they're going through their own thing and it has maybe nothing to do with you. So being compassionate. Um, and then collaboration, because I think like all of life is a collaboration, and the fear based mind tells us it's not, that we're alone, we got to do it alone, no one cares. But I don't believe that that's actually true. Um, you know, the greatest things that I've ever been exposed to were a collaboration of, of things coming together to make something greater than what it was a two plus two equals five kind of scenario. So all of a sudden, I, I, I woke up one day after listening to the community and the four C's uh, present themselves um, and putting it everywhere is just so that everybody has something to point to. That's like, this is what, you know, when we have thousands of new people coming into the platform every day right now, people that have been there don't have to just exhaust themselves and speak it. They can say, this is where this is. And below it are mental health resources and below it are the community guidelines and just making it very explicit.
1: Yeah. yeah. I like that joke. I like it for a number of reasons, but yeah, you, 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 you often are told, you know, you've got to repeat the vision, the mission all the time. It's, you know, if it's a true, meaningful mission, it's got to be repeated, but um, this is, feels like more of a tribe where, you know, it isn't just a platform. It isn't you, 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 bel- you believe in the purpose and the feeling that you're going to get from this this uh, this community, not not from you know technology or the platform, but, but but from the community of the people. They're all signed up to the same thing, right? And you're making it very clear. Um, yeah, very interesting, Josh. I have some questions about manifesting, but but you, you go
0: for it. I was going to ask you, actually, if you had a, a favorite, a favorite letter that you like to start words with. I've never that heard me? that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that. I think it's really interesting. Um, I, yeah. yeah used what's to be,
1: your answer? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just going to make a really bad dad joke. Um, yeah. With kids, <laughs> kids, it's probably N for no, but no, mm. no, it's not. It's yes. Um, I haven't got a letter. No, I've got colors, definitely colors, but um, no, how about you?
0: I haven't thought about it, but I don't know. I'm going to think about it now.
2: And and when I was a matchmaker, I always said it came down to the three C's um, compatibility, circumstances, and chemistry.
0: Mm. So, um, (laughs)
2: clearly, like a C.
0: (laughs) There are just a lot of good words that start with C. I think, (laughs) um, you know, I think, I guess, going back to you know so even so you have like this unique talent again going back to, the, to matchmaking but also you know to, to to sparking community starting community and I'm wondering you know for the person who is maybe going to hop on quilt after this and check it out you know I, from from my experience you know I, I get into a room and I'm very hesitant to want to to jump in and start talking and I'm wondering if there's you know, from an initiation standpoint, like anything that you can recommend in terms of a first user to get in and really experience the, the the support and connection that is Quilt. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we host the team hosts welcome, welcome quilts, you know, three to five times a day. And even the community has started to do that. And so that can be a really great way to dip your toe in the water, is just look on the calendar and look for a welcome quilt. Join the circle that is for you know new people coming in to quilt. You can join that and we can see that, and you know, you can kind of pay attention to what's happening in there. So that's easy because you know it's it's pretty low pressure. You can be in there for four seconds and listen. If you have a question, you can ask. You know, it's you're not trying to like wedge your way into an existing community that's already conversing and knows each other. Mm. Um, Otherwise I would look for the quilts. If it's not a, if it's not a quilt kind of hosted one, I would look for the quilts that are generic, like happy Friday Mm. or, um, you know, what are you excited about today? Question quilts usually are led by a host that's wanting to meet people um and funny enough the some of the easy ones to dip your toe in are like the tarot card ones because everybody just goes like one person goes the next person goes all you have to do is be like my birthday is this and somebody's also like pulling a card and sharing something like interesting with you um so the spiritual ones can be whether or not you're into that i don't know if that even matters because it's just kind of fun and everyone's going one by one and you don't have to worry about wedging, you're feeling like you're wedging your way in. That said, we are proud that our community is so welcoming. Mm. And you will, you know, if you come in to listen you can just put an ear up. There's an emoji for an ear if you're just there to listen. And you can do that as long as you want to. Um, but we definitely invite you to share and whether that's in your first quilt or your, you know, 100 quilt is up to you.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm interested in, um, maybe you get asked this question a lot, but when does it, does it ever go, does it ever go sideways? You know, I, I'm interested in that. And then I'm, a follow up would be is, how do you look at that from a quilt brand perspective? You know, so first of all, like, you know, moderation, there's, there's one side to it when it goes sideways, but I'm interested in how you look at it uh, just when it does go sideways, but then yeah, from a larger brand perspective of quilt, like how does that concern you or how do you think about, about when, when conversations maybe go a little bit off the rails?
2: Yeah. I mean, I am, I am a really big fan of conflict resolution, you know, and de-escalation in real time. Um, we, from day one, before we built like the growth features, we built in safety reporting, blocking, you know, the things that give an individual kind of the, the power to make decisions for themselves, who they, who, and where they want to be, um, and what that kind of consent looks like. And I think that's really important on any social platform. It's important for us to remember that we get to pick the environments that we're in and decide if it feels healthy for us. Um, I've been very vocal about, um, our zero tolerance for any form of hate to anyone and that we will immediately remove someone, uh, if it's presented that way. Um, that to me is like, there's, there's no space for it. Mm -hmm. And the things that aren't that, that kind of fall in like the yellow, you know, green, yellow, red, the yellow category, um, for me, usually conflict resolution. So we have people on our team, we have community members who we've supported in training who can be in there in real time to try and help resolve sometimes a misunderstanding. And I see that as like the, the, a healthy community that is growing is only healthy because the community understands How to like help resolve an issue. And just like I would in medicine, I'm a huge fan of preventative care, preventative medicine, so that we're not in like crisis management and, you know, desperately sick and ill. Um, So we do invite um, anyone who's kind of done something that is not following our guidelines, we invite them to kind of go through like preventative training and we Mm. want them to still be there. So it's not like, you are out, all humans, I think, can evolve. We give people multiple like chances to learn the ways of quilting. Um, and it is very involved, you know? I mean, for, to be, to be a startup that cares this much on this level, um, I think is new, but um, I also would, I also would also, you know, say that safety on social media does not, is not anti to growth. And I think it's the opposite. I know it's the opposite. Um, And so that's kind of our strategy.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm, There's a story. There's a story. So you're saying safety is is key to growth, right? Is that? Yeah, there's, we were just talking about the story uh, yesterday. (laughs) Spencer's already nodding his head. Do it, do it. All right. So it, it's more of an experiment that we've we've known about for a while, but it was this idea that there's a group of parents and their children, let's say at a park, you know, and they're all like basically playing around. And the researchers say, you know what, kids go out and play, go wherever you want, you know? And the kids kind of disperse, they go around and they play around the park and and they all have fun. And let's say that you, you measure the heat of how far they went away from their parents, right? When, you know, a, a medium distance, let's say. And then they did it again with another group, but they put a large fence all the way around the perimeter of the let's say the park and as a result of that they said the same thing go out and play go go wherever you want and the kids all expanded as far out as they possibly could and and it kind of speaks to the idea of of, of safety as it relates to exploration when we know our boundaries will expand as far as we can to those boundaries in in wow. in, a, in, a, in a growth and exploration kind of way yeah.
2: oh i love that i'm yeah. always here for an interesting study yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs>
1: We'll we'll send that through to you, uh, the details. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um
1: Josh, I was just gonna talk about um I don't know, manifesting, um, but specifically, like it seems actually might maybe that was the wrong term, but there was a moment when you desired to have more impact. And you probably I, I was gonna ask you, like, do you remember that moment? Do you remember what what made you think that? But but ultimately there are moments like that, and then you realize you wanted to go even further. Um what, do you remember the, t- the moment when you realized, when you could envisage that you could reach millions of people? Like, at what, what point was that?
2: I have two moments. Yeah. Um, one was back in 2016, and no, 2015, and I was at Burning Man uh so that's that cliche um but I was you know (laughs) I was like on the playa you know and I I there's like that promenade or the esplanade or whatever and I like climbed up to the top of something and there are no rules there so I wanted to get to the height of whatever I could in that moment and it was dark and I actually was sober um and I was everything was like lighting up and it looked like you know i played a lot of games like um i was gaming growing up my brother was really into games so whatever form of uh game we could possibly play from like zelda to tetris to pac-man to mario to like really anything i remember being up there and looking out and being like whoa like there's such an expansive like people People here are really connected to something and exploring something and expressing themselves and being creative and, and there's so many people here and this is the safest I've ever felt. Mm. As a woman out at night, I feel safe here.
0: Mm.
2: Everyone's like wearing nothing, truly. But I, I, don't, I don't feel the way I feel in New York City on a Friday night, I feel safe here. And I really was like, okay that's something that's so powerful. Let's, let's get that to a lot of people. Um, And then, um, you know, my company existed before the pandemic, we used to meet up offline Um, and then the pandemic happened. And I remember just being like, you know, if you were a founder of a company that just went to zero during that time, you were pushed to come up with a, like, what was your bet? You needed to place a bet. Mm -hmm. are we going to be back in a month are we going to be back in five months do I have enough runway for that is this a forever thing like what's the thing and I spent a week listening to every possible thing I could listen to like whether it was a podcast whether it was a zoom call for founders whether like whatever it was and then I turned it all off for days and I sat there and I was like this is going to go on for a really long time this is going to have a massive impact on mm. mental health, and our current technology is not built to support this. Like I just, I decided,
0: mm.
2: and I was like, "Quilt could be that. Quilt's doing great in these homes, you know, like people going together and having these ten-person back. That it could work. Um, and bless my, bless my then very, very tiny, tiny, tiny team. For being like, yeah, let's totally do that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we had any other options, but um, they they totally were like, yeah, let's do that. So I think those two, those two, yeah. points, it was just clarity. It was finding, collecting a lot of information, finding stillness, and making a decision and sticking to it.
1: Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, I think obviously quite if, well, not not millions, but there, there were certainly hundreds of people had to do the same thing, right? Maybe if not thousands, have turned to. To to new solutions to survive. Um, what would you have actually where were you at that moment? Do you remember? It yeah.
2: I was I was really bad place to be stuck. I was stuck in Tahoe in a many, many, many foot snowstorm and I couldn't leave, like at a new friend's place. I didn't even know this person. <laughs> <laughs> um and we ended up like I stayed there for um gosh, like. Um, maybe a whole month while the the world was trying to figure out if you could get in your car and drive without, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, without dying. Um, Yeah, I was really pretty alone in the in the woods in the snow.
1: Yeah, but that exciting feeling led you, you know, within what days, weeks to start to make a plan to to make this real. How far back would you have gone? Like, well, I want to ask what would you have said if you travel back in time and told Ashley okay you're in a community maybe you're just starting quilt this physical space what would you have said if you travel back in time and told yourself this is what you're going to be doing millions of people on a platform having this level of impact uh, at this point what would you have said to yourself
2: <laughs> you mean if i if i just got the the love yeah. opportunity to know instead of yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Have fun, yeah. have fun doing it. I've I've, um, I've been very hard on myself uh, over the past year um, because it's like, it's such a calling to do it. And I, mm. and I care about it and I want to do it. And I can't really see myself doing anything else. And I don't really know what this thing is I even do sometimes, but just like make, you know at the beginning of this year, I went on with my team and I was like, this is, this is stressful, but this is also really fun. Like we are very Mm. fortunate. We get to do this awesome thing. Um, and that's so cool. And let's like not lose Mm. sight of that. Let's be grateful that we get to do this, this Mm. thing. So if I could go kind of like back to that inception point, just remind myself to have fun.
1: Yeah, that's good. And would you have believed it, though, if you travel traveled back 10 years and told yourself this is what you were going to be doing?
2: Um, you know, 10 years ago, okay, I was matchmaking exactly 10 years ago, and I remember being like, why am I doing this? You know, like, mm-hmm. this is the most, you know, go to a dinner party and say you're a matchmaker. People are like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think, I, I think if I had been gone back and been like, it's going to be, you're going to be the founder of something, you know, it's going to be impact focused. It's going to be community focused, and it's going to be about feelings. Yeah, I You'd think ten years ago I would have been like,
1: "You'd have been celebrating." Been. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's cool.
2: That's me in a in a nutshell. So yeah, I think so.
1: I know I want to talk to you about um, well, crying. <laughs> Your great kind of little um, you know the swag that says "crying is cool," and I, I just want to talk about that in a moment. Um, but just for a second uh what is your most memorable quilt so far for yourself personally or maybe Mm -hmm. for a member uh from an impact perspective but like just think through the most impactful or the one that comes to your mind first maybe
2: um you know one that came to my mind is actually the one i launched the platform with like the first ever quilt that i ever hosted which you know we invited 10 people on and honestly, we're inviting on just to see if the thing would crash. I mean, I, it wasn't like this profound planned thing. We're like, just get on like, see if you can log in, you know, like testing it. And I ended up being like, well, we we're here, like we're in here and it's working, like let's quilt. Um, and I said, what, and this is, you know, months into people being in a pandemic. So people haven't like been talking that much. Like it's, this is a very weird time. And I was like, what is something you haven't said out loud yet? And I didn't have to ask any other questions. Like I kind of didn't have to facilitate or do anything. Just each person went around and shared like really real things. And then people like, and it just kind of kept, people kept going and it was hours. Like the first quilt was hours long. And I know all of those people very well now. And all the things that they said, like I, they've all evolved so much, like, and from the thing, like the one woman has now had a baby. And like, that was kind of the premise of the conversation. Like another person was, um, you know, questioning a relationship. Another person was going to leave like the company. Another person was going to finally tell, you know, uh, a family member like that their feelings were hurt from something 20 years ago. like, And they've all like really grown from, from these moments. So seeing the impact of just like that one quilt that, mm. you know, for hours I have, I have hundreds of those stories yeah. quilt, you know? Um, mm. I also like love the one where everybody did like an open mic night and everybody saying like, even though kind of no one is a singer, everyone saying. Wow. <laughs> you know, we were like, we were just, it was funny, you know, we were like giggling and it was funny and like, it just didn't matter. And it was so nice to not feel like this is a performance. We're just all being silly. So.
1: Mm, so, Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing it. Josh, before we go into crying, (laughs) I've got a question for you, Josh, about
0: crying. Uh, What do you have anything else? Uh, Yeah, no, I guess, you know, that's an interesting question that you asked. So like, what's something that you've never said out loud, right? Like, I can imagine you know, going back to the matchmaking days, questions like that are incredibly helpful. And and I'm just wondering like any tips for people to ask better questions, you know, cause that's an incredible question. Uh, and and already, you know, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm just interested in sparking the right conversation, the right curiosity with the, with I think the right questions and any tips that you have around asking questions like that, you know, anything that you haven't said out loud yet.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. I. I have very often been quoted that uh, a great conversation stems from great questions. Um, And I think great questions comes from active listening. Mm -hmm. And um, The context in which that question kind of came up is I think if we really check in with ourselves, we can be like, like, what's th- what's going on with me? Like, am I more open than I am? Less open than I am? Like, we all are going through something. Um, and usually, if you can think of a question you wish someone would ask you, that you'd be excited to answer, mm. other people probably are too. Um, you know, and I, I am, I'm, I'm, I hate small talk. Um, I'm so bad at it. But I do acknowledge that sometimes you need to start just like with a genuine, like, how are you doing really? Um, There's a a study that came out, studies, um, amazing, it's 13 pages, best 13 pages I've read on loneliness, you know, speaking, speaking to it, and it was something like 50% of Gen Z don't think anybody cares how they're really doing. Hmm that no, one, no one's asked them. You know, so maybe we don't need awesome questions. We actually just need to make whatever form of a connection, you know, some authentic, like, not how are you, like happy Monday, whatever that is. We like, no, no, really. And if you're noticing hesitancy with someone answering, what I usually do is I answer first. you, like I set the tone, I'm like, you know, it's been a really interesting trying couple of months. I'm one hand I'm so excited quilt is growing and that's great. On the other hand, I broke my hip, which is true. My hip is fractured and it's been, what? I've been forced to slow down mm. and manage my time and my energy and my mental health just differently. Cause I'm not waking up going to yoga, like being the person that is so active. And so I might say that and then say like, okay, and how, like, I don't know, how are you? And because I went there and, you know, the level of there I went, Mm -hmm. you can be like, you know, I'm going to answer this honestly too. Um, So sometimes going first sets a tone of
0: vulnerability. Mm. Yeah, I think that's helpful. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I just want to say, I think, you know, what's interesting um, is even if I go back to, like, I want to ask you one more question about being curious, but I know Spencer, you wanted to ask a no, question, go for it. but I'll, I'll get to the curious question later, but I'm just, I, I guess just a matter of like, from what I've seen on, um, yeah, the hosts of, 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 let's say a quilt, right? How do you, I guess I, cause I asked the question about, okay, so for a new person jumping into a quilt, how can I get the most out of that experience to, to experience that support and connection? But uh, for those that are, that are hosting a quilt or or starting a quilt, you know, I guess to set the right tone then is it's because I heard some vulnerability in there, just kind of letting, letting people know where the boundaries are for this space. And, um, you know, is, I guess, is that the key? Cause I don't want that to get confused with vulnerability. Cause maybe that's not everything there. It's, it's more than just being vulnerable and I, I maybe there's courage to it or, or I don't know, but I'm just interested to know, like, yeah, any tips there for people who are starting an actual quilt and to set those, t- that tone with, I guess, specific boundaries. I don't know. Tough yeah, question. You
2: know, well, listen, every, if I just, un, if I, the unpack kind of a social network, right? Like people create content and people react to content and people consume content. Um, and on Quilt, you know, my hope is that when you host something, you're technically posting content, but I want it to be for the intention of connection, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm opening this space because other people are going to come in and I am like, I have a reason, you know, like you pick a picture and you write a caption, like there's a reason for this. And you can kind of pick up a hint of that maybe in the title. And the rest of it is like, it's your personality. Mm. You know, it's people are going, there's no right or wrong way of Hosting, unless of course you're you know not following the community guidelines and our values, but people are going to gravitate towards different groups. You know, we have an every morning ninety minute um, quilt right now hosted by this fabulous woman, and it's called Conscious Coffee. And she goes in and she has a vision for this room, this quilt, Um, and she speaks to what it is in the beginning. She speaks to the values. She has kind of like an agenda for it, and. Every week it's been going on and, you know, five days a week, I think now, and for many weeks. And it's, the room is so full. Everyone is, like, it started with a couple of people and now there's so many people that, like, this is the thing they do in the morning. And so I think you know, you start kind of small and then you find out what it is you want to do. Do you just want to do spontaneous quilts where you're just like, hey, anyone else want to talk for 10 minutes or hold each other accountable? Or you host Conscious Coffee and you call it that. Or we have wind down Wednesdays and we have, you know, tarot card pullings and things that have kind of like become something. Mm. And people have, you know, whatever reason they have, um, but it's genuine, So, you know, I think it's you have to be comfortable with exploring
0: the platform
2: and feeling inspiration from people and trying things out and seeing if it sticks.
0: Yeah, I love it. All right, go ahead, Spencer. You can ask your question. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, well, now I'm curious about your curiosity question, but we'll get that (laughs) right. Maybe that can be the very last one, Um, but I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this um uh, but I was thinking about it in preparation for the session I mean I really like the, you know crying is cool uh language um yeah. mainly because of what it stands for um and we know there's plenty of different groups of people that might not be um feel safe crying or maybe they just don't cry as much as others but um I don't know. I, I I don't want to be light with this, but Josh, you know, I want to know when the last time you cried. No, no, you don't have to tell me, but <laughs> uh, the last time I, last time I, I probably, well, I, I don't know if I I did, maybe I didn't cry. I should have cried about the recording uh, just so you know, audience, we, Ashley's incredibly kind to have this conversation with us today because I don't know about 10 <laughs> months ago, we had a really great conversation with Ashley and uh, and somehow We made a mistake, or the software was difficult to use, and 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 either way, we lost that audio. It wasn't a lost conversation; it was just like quilt. We don't record, right? (laughs) That's how (laughs) I thought. (laughs) Uh, And and and, but very kind to to have this session again. I felt like crying back then, Um, for for sure, for a few a few few hours. Um, But I don't know. Just just tell me what you. there's a couple of questions really, you know, how do you deal with that in the platform? I suppose as a moderator, someone in a group, they want to feel safe. People will cry. I'm sure at times, depending on on the topic and how they're feeling, how do you handle that within the platform, but also just maybe your thoughts on, I don't know. um, Why is it cool? Uh, Why is it healthy and tips for, I don't know, encouraging it if it's healthy, because I know I, I know that i get something from it when i cry but it's not very often um but i get something from it
2: yeah i mean listen if you go to my instagram my bio says i cry a lot (laughs) (laughs) um you know it's fascinating one thing all human beings have in common is our capacity like that we're built to cry Doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter where you were born. Like we were all designed to cry. Mm. Um, And a lot of us don't, or we do in hiding. And those are two very different things, um, all stemming from shame, you know, suppression uh not feeling like it being seen as a sign of weakness we can unpack what that means for men what that means for women what that means for you know someone in power to be seen as weak um you know so everybody's gonna have a different story with it growing up i i'm a sensitive human i i did cry a lot and i did it alone like i always did it alone um and I was thinking about it. I was like, "Why do I always find a place to hide before I cry? Like, I'll go in my room. I'll go in my car. I'll go in the stairwell. I'll go in the bathroom. I'll go in this private office. Like, I was closeted crier. Like, it, I mean, I don't think people knew how much I, I cried. And it was from my own experience of feeling sad. But it was also if I saw someone else." who felt sad i had empathy for them i cried i was happy i cried like it, it's not just like this thing that's like sad you know it's this natural mechanism that's telling us that our body is actually operating the way it was meant to and the big question is if you're not why you know and if you think there's an opportunity to spend more time connecting with your feelings so that mm-hmm. this is a normal thing for you um, a, a daily thing for you, which it actually very much is for me. Um, and I have a, a story when I first raised capital for Quilt, you know, obviously, you know, you've never raised capital before, you're super young, you don't know what you're doing, you have a lot of meetings with a lot of investors, you get told to no a lot. Um, and I did, I got told no a lot and I was in therapy and I was there and I was telling her about how excited I was about this possible investor. And then this moment happened and I could tell, like he went from interested at this meeting to not. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what happened. Like, did I give a wrong answer? Like I went into this kind of shame spiral that I wasn't good enough. You know, something happened and the kind of connection lost and he left and I went into the bathroom and I cried like in the stall and I was telling her this story kind of expecting her to be like, gosh, I'm so sorry. That must've been so hard. You know, all of the, the kind of empathetic phrases that, you know, loving therapists offer. And instead she said, you usually hide yourself before you cry or feel or express yourself? Like, is this normal for you? And I was like, like, yeah. Like, I went back to, like, all the moments, even when I was, like, excited. Like, I just didn't, I didn't express myself in front of other people. And that was a mind-blowing aha moment for me um, that, I, you know, also is very much a part of my journey in creating Quilt and wanting there to be a space where you just get to express yourself, mm. where crying doesn't have to cry because it's sadness. Like, it's not something that needs to be moderated. It's just this thing. Um, and if you're super excited, you're going to be super excited and there's nothing wrong with you for being overly animated, you know, like we have such weird parameters around what feelings are socially acceptable, mm-hmm. you know, until very recently like anger and in men was the only one that was actually socially acceptable. And I think the Oscars taught us a little more last week, mm. about what that means so. I think crying is cool. I mean, it's so much more, but it's hip to say cool and it actually is cool. And this is a time where people are kind of coming out and sharing their feelings and people are receiving them in those feelings and it's not seen as a sign of weakness. And I'm hoping quilt is part of that Mm. journey for people.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I've thought about it as as much as i should do really around like why is it so good for you but it but you raised lots of points there right it's about being authentic to your real feelings like you might have buried them deep but they're there so think about them feel them um why is that important I, i don't know maybe another conversation for another day but 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 certainly it feels better and maybe it will help you handle it or deal with it or bring people in that you might need help for if you got a lasting tip before we go to the curiosity question um a, a last tip on how do you enc- kind of encourage that in yourself because i i can only think of music you know music mm. certainly if i choose a certain type of music and think about the things that are the most important to me it will ev- evoke much more feeling in myself um, than 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 without it but what, what is your number one tip
2: you know I work with a really fabulous um career coach executive coach um and I recently asked him to define creativity for me and you know he's like I'm going to answer it my way I was like that's why I asked you um and he was like you know uh it's like when someone feels like love whether it's in love or they love something, oftentimes the first step is like a non-verbal expression. And that's art and poetry and music and nature and these things that like bring up the feeling of something and communicate it maybe before you're able to consciously, cognitively, like put a beautiful wrapper of language around it. Mm. Um, And so when you say music, why why, can, why is it that most people, the last time they cried, they were watching a movie?
1: Mm.
2: You know, it's an art form, right? You're watching this thing and oh, like I'm crying. Oh, that means something. Oh, it was just sad I saw this. Oh, maybe I am grieving this thing. Uh, you know, like these kind of little aha moments. Um, and years ago, so that's one tip, right? Like mm. exposing yourself to art and creativity and music and podcast, like, you know, anything where you get to listen and react to something. And then the second one, you know, if six years ago, if you would have asked me to describe like one word, to pick one word for how I feel, I wouldn't have been able to answer it. I actually could not, I couldn't tell you. And I would go into a thought, my thinking, and I would, you know, I would tell you something else, but I, I knew I couldn't describe one, like pick a word to describe how I was feeling. And I had that realization. And then every day I decided to jot down like one word to describe how I was feeling. Start, you know, the feelings wheel. Mm-hmm. That oh, one, yeah. that one, that one, it is, so it's the basics. Like if these are human basics um, and I i can do it easily now. um but it was like training wheels for me.
1: Mm. That's so good. What's the one word that makes you feel? What are you feeling right now? Then
2: um, I'm feeling content. Mm. I'm feeling really content. Uh, and also, it's true that usually we're all feeling like multiple things at one time, and that's mm-hmm. not. Weird. It's actually okay to feel multiple things. Like all mm. is true at one time, so I can be content. And, you know, tired and kind of silly and happy it's Friday, you know, not that that means anything for me, <laughs> but there's still like a, an energy to Friday. It's like I'm all of those feelings like just right now.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for going through that. Josh, I know your curiosity question is probably linked so well to this next bit of the conversation,
0: is it? <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm going to shift it a little bit just to be a good closing question, I think. But I, I guess just to ask as we close, like I, I heard a lot of curiosity today. That's a big part of, of you. That's a big part of kiln. Or not, sorry, not kiln, sorry, quilts. But um, what are you most curious about right now? Thinking about, you know, quilt is growing, right, as you mentioned. Um but, so this can be a quilt-related question. It can be a personal-related question. But what are you most what are you most curious about right now?
2: Um. Honestly, I on an individual level, because I have been um, I have been navigating some health stuff. I have been diving really deeply into uh, the topic of toxicity, mm. uh, the exposure that we have to microplastics and toxic and chemicals and like everything from what's in our you know the toothbrush and the family it's and all those things so I uh, if there's something I'm deeply passionate about outside of the quilt sphere it's just like waking up to how I can really advocate for and genuinely create a healthy environment for myself to be in and the people I love to be in um and it's a dark rabbit hole to go down when you when you open that one up so go tread tread lightly um and then I think as far as quilt goes uh because quilt is growing so much right now we are evolving from like a community to a community of communities and you know people are gonna have like, like different things, care about different topics, come from different backgrounds. Um, and so I, I really am genuinely curious about how to how the how the platform can can grow to allow all of these communities to come in, but also how they can weave together, right? I called this cult for a reason. And I don't want it, I don't want us to become a, you know, so many social platforms are are intentionally segregated and identity-based and um. I get it and I also like love when I'm in a quilt and there's you know 10 people in there who have never ever crossed paths you know otherwise met you'd think they have nothing in common but yet they're in there and they're bonding um, and I'm really curious about how that can maintain uh, mm-hmm. as we grow and continue to expand you know, into, into more spaces. So,
0: yeah, I think that's, that's amazing. You know, that's kind of an interesting thought that as you were talking about conscious coffee or uh, that, yeah. that, that, you know, that's, that's what kind of came to my mind and questions like, well, what happens to your values as a result of these communities now having their own values? So values within values. It's an interesting question. I think we're excited to, to follow along in quilt on that journey to see how, how it continues to grow and how it continues to evolve. Um, but yeah, just thank you so much, Ashley, uh, Spencer, any last words?
1: No, thank you so much. Uh, fantastic. Uh, just to catch up and, and have this conversation today and we wish you a great weekend and, and good luck with everything you're doing.
2: Thank you. Honestly, just so everyone here is listening. The first conversation was totally fun. I'm totally sorry. You didn't get to hear it, but we got to bond. And this made this just feel like three people who are friends talking. So I think the outcome uh, is better all around. And I do look forward to seeing you all on Quilt and unpacking feelings. <laughs> Having fun with our feelings.
1: Wonderful. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Ashley. Thank, thank you.
2: Care. Well,
1: thanks for hanging out with us. We we really hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Swell Podcast please be sure to like and subscribe. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on Apple and get in on the conversation as well on all the major socials at The Swell Pod. We will see you next time.